0: Everybody and welcome to episode seventy nine of the Dry Spellcast. My name's Matt. I'm gonna host this on May twenty first, twenty twenty. I'm joined by Austin. Hello. And, How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm sure they're doing fantastic. Uh, is that yeah, right, I y'all? Like-
1: I'm, I like to hear people doing fantastic. You know, weather's getting warmer. People being able to be let
0: outside. It's hot. It's, it's getting uh, hot. Uh, because uh, for you, I mean, it's yeah. it's
1: sixty degrees here. So it's been raining oh, all week. So
0: that sounds amazing. Yeah, we we've been getting the occasional storm, which happens during the uh, the summer in Florida. But of course, we had our first uh, tropical storm, the first name storm of the year, which was early but it didn't actually hit us, so who cares? But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But what we do know is video games.
1: I like to think we do. So I actually have a coworker who now, he knows that I do this and actually asks me today, literally even was like my opinion on the next gen consoles, which one I'm going to get, what games I'm looking forward and I was like, just rattling them off, I'm like, wow, I guess sitting in front of my computer once a week talking about this stuff, really, I guess I know what I'm talking about, because he's like, oh, well, what do I want to do? I want to, I'm thinking I want to build a PC, what should I, like, what's a good price range for, like, a budget PC? I'm like, oh, like 550 bucks, probably, you know, he's like, oh, my am like, yeah, you seem to get a good, you know, processor, blah, 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 uh, I don't know, just, I was just like, wow, I've just put all this random ass knowledge that I just didn't, like, I guess I've just absorbed over time, Uh My camera's better there or not?
0: The disclaimer on that statement: we don't actually believe we know anything. Anything?
1: I think I I literally come into this show just not expecting to know anything I'm talking about. But you know what? I've absorbed information over my 27 years of life and a lot of it's video games cause that's what I center my stuff around so
0: yeah I mean I've absorbed a lot over my 28 years of life uh, and Whoa. I uh, to be honest I don't really at this point in my life do anything other than video games and so there we are and I've always kind of been a history nerd. I mean, when it comes to music, you know, I my original degrees in music, like, I was a history nerd. And so things, it was just kind of, you know, so video games and, like, the history and, the like, the industry and all that stuff, like, it's super fascinating to me, which is why I continue to sound like I know what I'm talking about, even if I don't necessarily know anything that I'm talking about. But... Yeah, so episode 79, we're going to talk about video games. The first thing I want to talk about uh, is before we get into what we've been playing, uh, I thought this was really interesting. There was an article in Bloomberg that I thought was really fascinating uh, that was basically that Americans have spent more on video games in the first quarter of this year that is January to March than any quarter ever before. It basically grows every single year anyways but like this one was up 9% from last year uh, meaning that Americans spent $10.9 billion on video games between the months of January and March and I... If anybody was alive during this time, uh, like this wasn't even like I think the midst of like all of the like crap we're going through, right? Like it got worse, right? So like April, the entire like the entire of April, May, and June are going to be the second quarter, and I can't not imagine that those numbers aren't going to go up from there.
1: Because you got to keep in mind, like March was the end of uh you know obviously there from january to march there wasn't anything and like the game that pops me is animal crossing because it sold 11 11 million units in like no time and that came out the very end of march so i'm curious to see i bet april's and probably may's uh will be way up higher june we'll see because you know now that it's starting to get nicer people aren't inside as much and they're allowed to be outside so we'll see but i mean no surprise there. I mean, com- what else did people have to do in these last several months?
0: Right. And, I mean, the, you know, we've got the big bangers. We've got, you know, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing and Call of Duty, like Warzone and, yeah. you know, all of these other things. And like it was, I... a,
1: it, was, it was a strong first quarter. It was going to be a strong first quarter regardless. It's some pretty good games that came out. Resident Evil 3 remake, of right. course, is included in that. So, oh, Final it's Fantasy. It's no surprise yeah like it was no surprise that it wasn't gonna do well it's just on top of being you know quarantined it it really i think boosted this obviously it boosted the sales so
0: yeah and i think uh, you know there's a lot of things that are going to trickle down from this right like you know all of a sudden we saw you know isps like pulling their data caps and being able to handle all of the traffic and the increased traffic, which I think is the big part. And so now we can kind of go to the ISPs and say, Hey, there's no reason that you should have these limits on our, like our internet. Right. Because it's obvious you can handle it. You're literally doing it for greed purposes. So uh, I think things like that, I think are the stuff that we kind of have to watch from this. And, you know, there's still going to be fallout as well, you know, Nintendo was Fallout out there 4? saying, "Game uh, of the Year." Fallout Five.
1: Fallout Five. Coronavirus.
0: <laughs> coronavirus. Fallout Five. Correct. Uh, in your, Fallout your look, Three, your... you fight communism. In Fallout Four, you fight your son. Androids. In, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever they were called. Or maybe not. The not or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. And then the Fallout Institute. Five, the Corona. Oh.
1: The Corona so, set in downtown New York. Uh, you know,
0: that's actually just the Division One.
1: Mm, there you go. So you you come out of your apartment after quarantining, and for some reason you're in a jumpsuit. So blue jumpsuit. You're like, How'd I get this on? I don't know. And then there we are.
0: Most days when out, I walk by. like when I walk out of my <coughs> door, I think to myself how did I get this on? Like, actually like it's, it's becoming more and more of a thing because like, uh, I made the joke last week. Like I don't really put on pants anymore, um, because I don't need to, right? Like I wear like gym shorts that I've like, have continued check yeah. out these babies like <laughs> I, there's no reason for me to wear pants like I, like my gym shorts work totally fine but because of that like when I leave the house I kind of have to stop every single time I step out of the door and be like Make I sure am wearing pants okay wearing pants. thank god <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah that, I,
1: I, I wear pants all the time so it's never I don't not like wearing pants I guess I do that often I, when I'm by myself in my house, I'm in jeans. So. That's so weird to me. I don't know. What I will I, do I love...
0: is everything I can possibly do to get out of jeans.
1: I love my jeans. So maybe maybe it's just the way they, these fit. I have two pairs of these exact same jeans because I love how they fit. Technically three, but one's black. And these ones are blue. So I technically not have three pairs Those of Those are the fancy jeans,
0: jeans but right? They're,
1: they're stretchy. and fit my, my thick-ass thighs. And, yeah, you know, they're the, the best jeans. Honestly, the best pair of pants I've ever had. So,
0: if y'all have not been listening to us for a long time, you may think to yourself, "Why are they talking about pants and why are they talking about Austin's thick ass thighs?" But I want you to know we have talked about both of these subjects before. <laughs> so actually, pretty
1: recently, so let's
0: move on. <laughs> so let's move on. If you, if so, you, yeah,
1: if you guys, the premium subscriptions, you can get some pictures of my thick ass thighs if you want them okay
0: from the man who refuses to take off pants in his own house but yes uh so yeah we have been spending as a society a ton of money on video games and that's a good thing for the industry uh and in terms of like what that means is you know people can open studios as soon as it's safe to do so and you know all this stuff and well it, it, it's pay, been to it pay salaries
1: from people working at home right now right I mean, exactly is, this is what we need and you know yes exactly the only way we're going to get through this is if people are actually actively spending money into our economy that affects people directly where they can go turn around and use their that money to, on other goods and it's just you know yes an exchange economics. of goods at that point that is simple economics and that's the only way we will survive fallout five
0: fallout five the corona so yeah um uh, I know, like, like I like I have kind of had to cut back spending and stuff, but, you know, if you can support, especially, like, the smaller devs and stuff like that, I, like, totally do that. The the indie devs out there, you know, could take all of this money. And, like I said, like, Nintendo has been out there, and they're like, this is going to affect game development going forward. Whatever that means uh, is yet to be seen. So we will see. But that's really interesting but now talking about the games that we have bought and that we have been playing uh austin why don't you take it
1: so i i actually have played a new game not that new but new to me and i haven't talked about it yet amazing Uh, yeah i've actually did it i know i I talked about it that i was going to do it like two weeks ago i never did but i finally started resident evil 2 the remake uh and holy cow that game is amazing I wish I played it sooner because I think it would have really affected my uh, 2019 game of the year. Yeah, like with, without a doubt because I know Jason really highly remarked this game because he was the only one that's played it out of the three of us. It and made it onto we, our uh, top
0: ten list. We,
1: yeah, but it was like number nine, and I yeah, think because if I, neither
0: of us had played it.
1: But if I played it, I would have pushed it. I would have tried to push it closer to the top five. It was. It's definitely worth it. I mean, I it. I didn't play a ton. I'm gonna play like two, two hours of it. So it's not like it's I know the whole game, but like within the the first two hours, like this is amazing, amazing job of this like what they did here. And I was I'm literally gonna play it as soon as I get done with this podcast because like it's all I wanted. It's like it's one of those games. I'm like I gotta keep playing. You know, it's good. So game looks great. It's one of those I actually can't max out the settings because it's too good. But they allow you to put the textures to like 250% and stuff like that. Just (laughs) ridiculous, you know, and it tells you you exactly how much, you know, RAM and CPU you're gonna be using and stuff. And it's like, warning, you're in the orange zone. You might have some glitches. So I got it, you know, right there at the edge of the green into orange zone. I mean, it looks fantastic, don't get me wrong. It was gonna look fantastic, if I just left it the way it was. But I wanna, you know, explode my computer a little bit, so playing that it's good uh i'm de- I tr- i've tried on both controller and keyboard and mouse in the only reason i tried keyboard and mouse is because early on and i think it's you know pre- pretty typical of resident evil games is every shot counts correct and as soon as i miss my first shot with my with controller i'm like well nope switching <laughs> the keyboard using my mouse because i can aim better but it obviously it's gonna feel better as a controller game uh We'll see. I think I'll just have to get over myself and get back on the controller. Because when I'm playing with the keyboard and mouse, I'm like, because I didn't do the beginning in keyboard and mouse, so I don't know all the key all the key bindings for equipment and stuff. I'm like, oh, and I'm like fumbling as like zombies are chasing me, and it's kind of terrifying. Especially when you shoot one and you think it's dead, and all of a sudden it's like,
0: ah. God, comes back for you. Typical
1: yeah. Typical Resident Evil stuff. So excited to jump into that more. Other than that, I've been playing just a, just a ton of Warzone. It's it's honestly taken hold. Only because I've gotten really good at it, uh, I think I hit that like first really big ceiling where I wasn't you know doing well and only maybe getting a couple of kills a game to where I'm getting like eight or nine. I think in three games I got twenty five kills, uh, so it was getting wins more often and it's just, I'm just having a l- way more enjoyable experience playing Warzone. So and yeah, I will I will keep playing it because. They just had a big update, changed a lot of things. I don't really want to get into it, uh, but Gulag updated new weapons and right. all that jazz, so.
0: Yeah. It's fun. I, yeah, in terms of, like, like Battle Royales, like, I think it's really interesting because, uh, you know, kind of jumping to a new story, uh, you know, Respawn Entertainment, the creators of games such as Titanfall and the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. Fallen Order. And uh, Apex Legends, so they've opened a new studio now. So this is their second studio uh, in Vancouver. And the, the point of this is that they want a studio to focus on the continual updating of Apex Legends. And so, like, on the announcement, they came out and said very clearly, like, We developed this team from fans of Apex Legends. Like we wanted people, we didn't want to like take people from our studio that were kind of interested and build this studio. We took people who really wanted this game to go and to be on this game, and we created the studio around them. So I thought that was really interesting that they're not like building something new; they're just kind of like modifying, but. You know, and they said that you know the studio may dabble in other things, so whatever that means. Obviously, you know, Respawn is going to be working on a new Star Wars, uh, and oh for sure. They've said that they're not working on a new Titanfall right now, but you know they're. they're I'm sure they're working on you know another IP or something somewhere. Yeah. but so I,
1: mean, I, I know last year we referred to them as probably like the top studio developer last year uh for yeah sure. i
0: i they've they've definitely been on top of it and you know i and i thought titanfall 2 was a super special experience uh and still in like the top maybe five shooters of all time and or at least shooting campaigns and stuff so like that that has a real draw to me but what i think what is interesting is to create a studio kind of dedicated to Apex Legends because I know pretty much everybody that I play with has fallen off of Apex Legends. I know season five just started and yeah. they, they did some new things. You know, I guess there's a PVE now or... I have, like, I
1: have one reason why I fell off of it. I can't sign into Origin because right, they, you refused, told
0: that.
1: they refused to cha- let me change my email and now... Th- they've deactivated my account so i can't even sign in to play my games which is really frustrating because i've paid money for games on there that i can't even access so
0: yeah that is frustrating other, th-
1: other than that i will i don't think i would have fallen off because i still have friends that play it and i probably would still play it but ea's customer service is absolute trash so i've yeah, tried I three I- times to get my email changed they just don't do it
0: like, I honestly don't think I have a single friend that is still playing Apex Legends. And, you know, Apex Legends was on the top 10 of my list last year. It was on our top 10. Like, it was a very good game at the time. I just, like, I feel that Battle Royale is, like, for me, like, I've played enough at this point to kind of know every single one of them is going to have a, specif- a specified amount of time that I can play it right and i think i hit that with apex legends and you know i hit that with uh you know I, I don't think warzone is like i can really say that because i didn't play that much of it but you know i hit that with PUBG. I hated fortnite so like i hit that really early mm-hmm. and you know and so i don't know like battle royales i just there's something about them there's something about the exhausting cycle that there has to be something really special to pull me in and you you know, they're they're now saying that Apex Legends, they're hoping have a 10 year life cycle past this point, and that's it's a, a long 12 year game. Time. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And who knows? Maybe there will be an Apex Legends two in there somewhere, right? Like the, the studios aren't against doing things like that, so I mean, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a the very interesting move on their part like obviously they're they wouldn't do this if it was going to be a stupid idea but i'm really kind of interested to see like the numbers and like the retention of apex legends because if i took my friends group as a sample then there's very few people playing this game and obviously like it is still is widely successful but i don't know anybody you know that remains on that game, and especially not to the point where, oh, we're going to open a brand new studio for this level. You know, yeah, I,
1: I, I have one, one friend playing right now. So, which is more than me. On, he's been on Call of Duty for a while, so he's obviously went back because the new season updated. So other than that, yeah, I got nothing else.
0: Right. So I don't know. It's really interesting, and like I. I saw that the PVE was kind of like locked behind this weird artificial barrier where you had to go into the PVP game, get a certain amount of like boxes out of like loot crates. and And when you get to a certain number of them, then you unlock the PVE Or you can like trade it in to unlock the PV. And my, my initial thought when I like heard this, I was like, where in my mind that recently I was, you know, on recorded saying that having a random system like that is a stupid way to pass out something like this right because my initial thought was like this is not as bad but almost as bad as valorant putting their beta keys behind twitch views you know
1: because at least at this thing you can still play the game and then get the thing unlocked for whatever you don't have to watch it stream and then wait for an email
0: yeah
1: at least i mean that's a,
0: a plus but again that, that is that is an opinion that i have that we were very split on as a group so um I don't know if I'm I agree I I'd compare, agree with so. you on
1: that one I, I agree with you too on that I I get why they might want to enti- try to entice people especially because there's new people come to that game every day and the main the main draw of that game was the battle royale they don't want people just coming in just doing the PvE and then that's it because the money's coming from battle royale from the season pass from all that stuff so I get why they're gonna have people play in that part first to unlock the other thing because people that are always continue playing it aren't gonna be upset about that but like, cool I just need to play some few rounds and actually do something besides you know the typical battle royale uh, but the new people have to be put into the battle royale so they can play that first and then have the option to play the PvE. That's how I see it. Uh it's a way for them to you know make sure people are playing what they're making the money on, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if I can just I really think that that's the right approach, you know. Again, it's again, it's a free game. So Yeah, exactly. Really? Exactly. I
1: guess it doesn't really matter
0: really like uh but yeah so i mentioned valorant so we might as well just kind of continue along this news train valorant is now officially launching on june 2nd they came out uh earlier today and said or or late last night or something saying yeah we're we're launching june 2nd which is seems like it's very much an accelerated time window that they it seemed like they wanted to be in beta quite a bit longer before they released it but you know as they kind of quoted what they like wanted to release this game during this time because they wanted people to be able to play it in their time of need or whatever so yeah valorant is uh, has an official date it's just a couple weeks So that's I don't know. Like I, you know, I fell off Valorant very hard, very quick. I liked it when I played it. We'll see what they introduce when they release the, you know, the actual version. Because I, I thought the matches were just too long for me. Like that was my main issue with that game was the matches were just way too long. If they, Mm -hmm. if they have an expedited mode at launch. I might try it again, you know, and they, they talked about some of the other things, the other concerns that people had. So like they talked about the anti cheat, for example, because you know, when this game released their anti cheat was basically malware. It installed a, like a root driver inside of your machine. So that that was always running And when it picked up that Valorant was launched, it would be like, boom, now I'm going to do something. But people were like, why do you need access to this low level part of my machine, you know? And of course, they were out there saying, you know, we want to get the cheat programs before they're even enacted, right? Before you even start the program. And this is the easiest way to do that. And, you know, they're not the only anti-cheat that does this. I think BattleEye is actually the same. And, you know, BattleEye is what Siege uses. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, uh, that's not a crazy f- idea, but people seemed to really be upset about it when it happened. Uh, and I think some of that might have had to been with, like, 10 cents involvement and things like that. But... They have since kind of reversed course. You can now turn that off. You just can't play Valorant. So if you you can turn it off, and if you want to play Valorant, you have to launch Valorant. You have to re-enable this kernel driver, and then you have to restart your computer because the driver has to initiate, and then you can play Valorant again. So at least there's a little bit of a workaround. They say they're still have, working on it.
1: I have another option. Just don't play Valorant.
0: <laughs> sure, and like a lot of people, I like I know actually uninstalled it because of this.
1: Yeah, that that seems like something just such an extra thing that I don't really honestly want to worry about. I don't need. To- to install a driver and uninstall a driver every time i'm playing a game
0: and i mean frankly i don't i don't really see you playing Valorant, anyways but i don't i
1: I watch some stuff on it and it just doesn't seem like my style of competitive shooter i don't know it's it's really like counter-strikey to me and obviously that's what they're going for and i never like counter-strike and i just watching just watching it i'm like it's just not something i would really enjoy. I'm sure i would you know, probably enjoy get get a little bit of joy out of it with playing with friends and whatnot. But I don't think it's something I would get really into. So.
0: Now, like I said, for me, the main thing is the length of Match matches. Length. If they yeah, change that, I will. I will play more of it.
1: I mean, I'm always down to try if it. You know, it's free. It's gonna be free, right?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Free okay. to play.
1: Well, I'll give it a try. Of course, when it comes out in, you know, just twelve days
0: wow i didn't like i i knew it was soon but like that kind of like hit my head like how close june is
1: yeah june's almost here we're almost halfway through the year
0: that sucks so and then the other things that they said in this announcement were they're fighting disruptive behavior um and toxic behavior in the community oh boy good luck uh and then not
1: not uh, in riots community bye boy i mean
0: any community at this point they all suck true And then, finally, balancing. Uh, You know, the things that basically any large free-to-play game has to go through. So, that totally makes sense. But, yeah, uh, it is coming up. So, in June 2nd. Wow. We're almost halfway through the year, and that's crazy to me. You might have just actually ruined my afternoon. Thank you.
1: I'm so sorry. It's Uh, actually more evening time for you so yes
0: it's seven forty-five. so i so mean your um, afternoon
1: was already probably ruined before this
0: <laughs> correct <laughs> so yeah uh that's t- in terms of games that i have been playing um, i've got a yeah, couple to talk let's, about let's hear it so uh just a couple i want to like mention so first of all Uh, GTA 5 was free on the Epic Store so I have started playing that Uh, and and
1: you've never played it before right? Correct.
0: I've never played a GTA game other than the original top down Grand Theft Auto game and I think I actually streamed that many moons ago and I played the opening scene of GTA 5 maybe last year or something but that's it that that is my experience uh and so i i downloaded this and you know they make you play like the opening cutscene and like the opening scene of gta 5 and then you can kind of bounce into online which is what Mm -hmm. i did and my experience so far with gta 5 is mostly online i played a little 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 bit of the story but most of it is golfing, <laughs> blackjack, spinning the big wheel in the casino, uh, a day? roulette, getting drunk in a penthouse, crashing cars as often as possible, jumping on a train, and then raiding the military base, stealing a jet, and immediately crashing it.
1: Sounds like GTA Five. GTA, that's GTA
0: 5 for me. It's it's
1: uh it's good. It's fun. I've a lot of yeah, time I mean, in that game. So it's I,
0: enjoyable. I, it's a nice open worldy sandboxy thing, so I have su- super mixed feelings so far about the story. The story mode. Like I've played like a few missions and I don't I don't know how I feel yet.
1: So you I can't compare it to Red Dead because I know I'm that's not, what you're doing. I'm okay. Not.
0: I understand why you would think that because I like I totally get it because when you play it you're like oh you can tell these are the creators of Red Dead because the shooting and everything is like that, but I'm not I'm not comparing the story or anything to Red Dead uh, because they're completely different, but I don't know like the writing is almost trying too hard from what I've seen so far, almost like that friend who tries their hardest to be as edgy as possible everywhere you go that's my initial thoughts on this game and i know like a lot of people will like argue oh it's satirical and blah 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 it's supposed to be over the top and i get that but it's almost at least from what i've experienced so far too much so yeah,
1: I I can see where you, where you can see that early on. Uh as you prog- obviously as you get later into the story, it's more the story gets end up becomes more grounded and it becomes about the characters and not about the situations and stuff. Uh it's personally it's worth beating the story because it's you know Rockstar you know does pretty good quality to work with when it comes to stories and narratives and stuff and there's still one of the coolest missions will you'll do later it's actually several missions where you bounce back and forth between all the characters and uh, like in real time while you're doing a mission like hey i need you i need you to kill this guy now you fly to someone else with a sniper and it's it's really cool how they how they did that in GTA especially you know being a game that came out in 2013 it's it was at the time, really revolutionary, and even obviously holds up really well today because pe- people are still playing this game. I mean, it crashed Epi- or the Epic Store,
0: right? I mean you know. the the only thing that I would say is that you can tell it's aged just because, mm-hmm. like, opening the menu to get into online
1: it's takes so slow
0: a year every yeah, single it, it, time.
1: It's really slow, and it's stuff like that, and it's obviously evident of just older technology. And I think the next grand theft auto game won't be like that and i think some obviously some of the level design and story design and just stuff like that is dated too and i think they're going to move away from that uh that was just how it's been and you know seeing that change for especially going to red dead because that was the next big game i can see that they're learning and i'm kind of excited to see what they will do in the future so
0: Yeah, I mean, I typically, when I know I'm going to be playing GTA V, I will go launch it, I will go make dinner, or make a drink, or do something, and then come back and sit for a little bit longer, and then it'll load, so that's kind of been my, like, it it sucks almost how long it takes, because it's like, you you can't really even not plan on playing this game, you have to plan ahead if you want to play it, because... If you don't, you're never going to play it. So, I, I, that's my only thing. Other than that, like logging into the Rockstar Social Club launcher thing is a nightmare. Yeah. A literal living nightmare. I have never done so many CAPTCHAs in my life. And I've never done so many slow moving captchas like the ones where they're like press all of the fire hydrants and you start pressing oh, it, and, it and it then it, it has to like pressing. it keeps on recycling each picture and so you press them all and then you have to sit there for 20 seconds while it loads one more and you click it and then it starts loading the others and I'm like oh my god stop making me do captchas I have I've done more captchas in the past week than I think I've done in 10 years like it's just an insane amount of captchas I don't know how many times I have to prove I'm not a robot but are you maybe I don't know I just finished Westworld season 3 I might be a robot I don't know I haven't cut myself open like in a while
1: that is a conversation we need to have alone
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while guys. So yeah, um GTA 5 uh, and then speaking of like just old ass games because that's basically what I'm doing right now. So I'm going through my black my backlog, I'm going through my backlog of games and just trying to, you know, catch up. And so for example, uh Portal 2 is a game that I've spent a ton of time with this week and it's as good as I thought it was going to be. In fact, it's almost better than I thought it was going to be because, you know, I was a big fan of the original Portal and I was almost worried when Portal 2 came out that they weren't going to meet that expectation of being that level of a game and I think they did it. I think I'm getting close to the end. I don't know. They keep on throwing really weird loops at me, which I think is great. So, we'll see if I am close to the end, but I am, I think I am. And especially because of the difficulty of the puzzles like the puzzles now are taking me like a good amount of time to kind of sit back and think like okay i've got to do this and this and this and i've got to use these different you know like items and blah 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 so it's been a a really a good experience i am very happy that i have played this and i'm really excited to see the end of it And, you know, like when I talk to other people about like VR and stuff, I think Portal 3 always comes up uh, for whatever reason, because especially with like Valve, you know, now that Half-Life Alex is out there in in the world, like, where are they going to go next? A lot of people suggest Portal 3. I think that's crazy. Like, I can only imagine how long you could play that game before just throwing up everywhere. Especially, yeah, no, I mean, especially getting mind, stuck if between the portal loops.
1: Yeah, it's it's it. It would probably literally kill people. So,
0: probably, um, and we don't want people dead. So,
1: no, yeah, we, do, we don't want video games to kill people
0: more than they already do. Uh, Again, we don't know uh, the long-term effects of sitting in front of your computer for eight hours a day is actually going to do. But, uh, yes, Portal 2, good game, really enjoying it. I will have it complete by the next time we talk, so I don't know if I'll have anything to add. But the, the writing in it is fantastic, is the other thing I'll add. It's very funny. I'm really enjoying it. So other game that i finished this past week um i finished abzu which was a game that i played for about 20 minutes a bunch of times uh with months apart in between the play sessions and if that tells you anything about like the gameplay of abzu i think it does so yeah i i finally beat it and the things i want to say about this game is you know I think it, I think it took me two hours to complete. Uh, it just spread out over several years of playing it. You know, it was kind of my go-to. Okay, I just need to relax for ten minutes and not think about it. I'm gonna play this game. So, it's gorgeous. It's probably one of, if not the prettiest game I've ever played. Uh, it, like it, it, some really good moments where you can like actually just like chill in the ocean and meditate you play as a diver in this game and you're basically exploring and looking at fish and swimming and doing like small not like environmental puzzles is almost the wrong word because they're not really even puzzles environmental tasks might actually be a better explanation for what you do in this game it's kind of swim around and for me like coming out of it it made me really think about how can we tell stories in games without a clear narrative so without spoken dialogue without really pictures words anything uh, just kind of like subtly hinting okay this is what you're doing so uh yeah like that game was just absolutely gorgeous the music's beautiful and the things that i think i kind of came out of this thinking about was one journey is supposed to come out on steam next month i'm really excited about that i've never played journey
1: I, i've actually never I played it and i really owned it really to want, it. To. want to two separate consoles and I've never played it.
0: Yeah, and uh it's it's always kind of been one of those that has haunted me that I never did it. So, I'm really hoping like it does actually come out this year, but because I really want to play that, I really want to give it a shot. Uh so Journey and then their next game is coming out this year or yeah, it's supposed to be this year. And I'm really excited for that. It, it's a uh, I should remember the name.
1: Didn't they do, Uh, like, Flower or something, too? Wasn't that them as well?
0: So, Abzu is, is like, an offspring of that studio. But, yes. Okay. And hold on, hold on. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. How's everybody doing? We're Uh, here. Damn, it's gonna take me too long to figure this out. It looks good. Um, I, I'm excited for it. It looks, you know, super pretty and stuff, uh, which I think is the the main thing that you want out of one, those games. So yeah, um, Abzu. If you have a couple hours, uh, I think it's worth checking out. Uh, if you like slow-paced kind of exploration games. So. Wait,
1: what's the game called again? I'm Zoo. Bless you. That's not funny. <laughs> okay, I'm, do- I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh,
0: and then uh, two more. Two more here before, we, before, before we're done talking about games. Uh, Terraria had its best last big update and it's the journey update, and so i've been playing that i don't have much experience terraria in terraria pre this but the journey it seems like it might hold your hand a little bit more there's a lot of like different things like god mode and stuff you can act in this mode and so it's uh it's good so far i've actually i think this is what i needed to actually really super enjoy this game because, again, you know, I, I've, I talked about it a few weeks ago about how deep it was and stuff like that. Like, I think this kind of opens it up a little bit earlier and gives you more kind of creative freedom in it. And so, yeah, it's, it's been good. There is a big kind of fight right now in the community because they added luck to your torches. So if you use the wrong torch in the wrong biome, it has a it, like it affects luck, which is an invisible stat, and that stat can basically ruin drop rates and like all of these other things so people were pissed but apparently from what i saw on reddit last night is that they are fixing that if they haven't already patched that out of the game but i think that that's kind of interesting like how quickly they could go about you know fixing something like that but yeah you know i'm crafting i'm mining i'm doing minecraft just not first person so um i'm in i'm enjoying terraria now i think for the first time that it feels like i can kind of get into it better than i was before and then finally i want to talk about turnips yeah let's hear it are you still participating in the turnip market
1: I'm always in the, the stock market. I will never not be in the stock market, <laughs> both in-game and real life, I guess. Yeah, of, of course. I mean, I, I, I haven't been playing Animal Crossing, I think, as religiously as I was, but I still get on every Sunday and buy my damn turnips uh, because I can and I will. I'll spend, I, but I, I limit how much money I'll spend each time. Half a million bells, and that's all I'll spend. So whatever I can get for that is what I'll do. Yeah, I've been doing this for a while, so I literally have half a million bells. I can just whatever, whenever I want to.
0: Oh so, yeah, no, me too. So so question. That's why, because I, I don't want to have so
1: many turnips that it takes me six visits to the shop to sell them all. Especially if I you have to go to someone else's island, I'm like, well, I'll be right back six more times, like just chillax kind of thing. So. Cause that takes forever to do that.
0: So a couple of questions about them. How do you store your turnips?
1: I have, you know, the room additions in your house, my left bedroom or left room that got added. I put them all in there. And then usually that's most of them to, because I, I, like I said, I limit how many I buy and I usually can get most of that room and I'll just kind of throw the overflow into my living room because whatever or I'll just keep them in my inventory because it ends up being like half an inventory. And I since I really haven't been playing as much as I was, uh, I don't fill up my inventory doing random ass things like going to Nook Islands and stuff. Obviously, if I'm going to go to Nook Island, I would clear out my stuff. But no, I just keep them in my house. I don't need so, any numbskulls. So that's my kind
0: of, that's the thing. That I'm like running into now. Like how do I store these? Where do I store them? I know I can store them outside or whatever. But I like I don't want them just laying around everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you what I've started doing. So I joined a Facebook group dedicated to Animal Crossing. So it starts like this. First of all, Sunday, uh, I get woken up by a phone call every Sunday so I can buy turnips because from whom friends
1: oh just random people calling you
0: so um I buy turnips and then I I I figure out a way to store them right and then throughout the week I'm in this Facebook group and I just wait for the highest number Mm -hmm. if you've ever been to turnip.exchange uh i'm in this group people post their turnip prices and then you go to this website you join a queue and when your number comes up it unlocks the dodo code you fly to this person's island you sell your turnips you fly home profit right so you're half a million on turnips is nothing to me at this point um uh, and i'm kind of worried that i'm ruining the game for myself but you know whatever it's so just- you're
1: buying like tons and tons and tons of turnips I'm buying
0: a lot of turnips at this point uh and See, I, just a lot of I just
1: i just don't want to deal with that much work because uh, like to me that sounds like you're breaking the game I, I get having the friend ability to talk with other people like what are yours today but just getting on with random ass people and finding the highest island and just going there see uh, I, I, don't, feel
0: like I don't do I like, feel like, like the reddit it. thing and i don't just go to this turnip exchange like with people that like are super random like the group that i'm in is centered around a love of like a certain like group online right and so that's that's like it's basic. It's the giant bomb like Animal Crossing fan club.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like
0: so like it's usually like people post on their Facebook, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go sell the turnips on this person's island. You know, they typically will ask for something in exchange or not or whatever. Or you like, I usually leave at least twenty thousand bells for um. Uh, Because, you know, after a while, that starts to add up or whatever. But yeah, so i it's been really interesting. So first of all, this made me realize how horrible the online mode of this game is. And I knew that ahead of time. But if you've ever been on somebody's island when they were getting bombarded with people coming to said island... Doesn't it's it crash? a nightmare. It doesn't crash, but you take four steps. Triggers a scene where you have to watch somebody land. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take another four steps. Does it again. Or somebody's leaving the island, and you have to watch that cutscene. Okay. Or you take it five steps. on the island? You have
1: to do that, too?
0: Yep. Every single person. And then you go, and you actually... Like, you start talking to Timmy and Tommy and trying to select all of them. And then this little bar pops up and says, you must close window, finish conversation, blah, blah, blah. And if you're on the other end, if you're trying to fly to the island, it won't let you. It says, oh, there's interference, so you can't do this. So you're literally sitting there trying over and over again. And just everybody on the island is getting bombarded with these messages. It's the worst designed online function I've ever seen it's remarkable how bad it is
1: Nintendo man they really know what they're doing
0: sometimes Uh, I really wonder
1: so yeah I just that's why I don't want to get into it I'm like in a small Facebook group of like six people that I know Uh, I guess I don't really know all of them it's my sister-in-law invited me to it but it's like it's just like a small handful of people that are like, Oh, what's your turn ups today? So, you know that I can handle. So I went and sold on her sister's thing who I've met in real life, so I know this real person. It's not like it was just like some random person, so
0: I mean it's funny. That's, it's funny to see that's like, my extent. People online. You know, now we've got like, you know, Elijah Wood visiting people's islands to sell turnips. And you know, you've got, you know, politicians out there selling turnips and stuff like that. And it's just like it's so funny to see the interactions online where, you know, like Elijah Wood will respond to the person of the island and like be like, I loved your island. So, like, good job. And, you know, Danny Trejo's playing this game. And so Machete can actually visit your island, and sell turnips, and it's wild. It is absolutely insane to watch. But I'm hoping it doesn't really ruin it for me. Uh, I have like uh, it's been a couple days since I've logged on, so I need to you know I need to sell my turnips, uh, and so that way uh, Sunday morning uh, when my partner calls me to wake me up, so I can buy turnips because I will ultimately forget i can do it and they're not all rotten
1: gotta get the ants that way though i finally captured ants for the first time because alexis really? purposely left one turn up to rot and then the ants will eat it and then you can catch ants
0: that's how okay
1: fun fact all right, there you go i will
0: i will, I will not sell one turn up this week
1: just one. You only need one. You just put it out, put it in front of your house, and the little ant hole will show up next to it, and they'll be all over it, and you just you can capture some ants.
0: Sweet. And blood ash will go, Bugs!
1: Whoa! Because that's what he does.
0: Correct. I shouldn't even bring this up, but since it's our podcast, I don't care. I'm bringing this up. <laughs> PETA stormed blathers museum in animal crossing to free all of the fish
1: doesn't work that way but okay Peta just can you let people just enjoy life please
0: it's one of the most tone deaf and ridiculous things i've ever seen but they posted this video of like like all of the these like animal crossing characters and they're standing out with like signs and then they storm and like they do like a close-up of blathers freaking out and then they're like all in the fish containers and stuff and i watched it and i think you know i lost some brain cells i think i lost uh some of my heart like, I, I think I lost part of myself in this exchange. It's a fake island with Woo! fake animals.
1: Yeah, and they... Uh...
0: But at the same time, let's think about this for a second. You're a human. Nobody else is human. Everything else, everybody else is animals animals. and they're trapping
1: their own kind it's the goofy uh, Pluto situation they're both dogs but one lives in a house with pants the other one's in a doghouse in the backyard just we'll just leave it at that move on just it's it's just accept it in the world you live in
0: I hate the world we live in but you know what I don't hate I don't hate new games so let's get speaking into some of, news.
1: Speaking of, new games, this is I just saw this, hot off the presses. Ah, we did so well.
0: We were doing so well, so well. And I said, speaking I, of, I I, I segued beautifully. I it was a beautiful segue. Uh, I'm, sure like, I'm sorry. Pogs in chat for how beautiful of a segue that was, and you, Man, already, I just ruined, you ruined it. it. <laughs> I just
1: absolutely killed your beautiful segue in the topic of new games and especially like we were earlier free games Civilization 6 will be free on the Epic Game Store
0: correct let's crash it again
1: so everyone open up Epic get Civilization 6 and play it it's fun actually I've never played 6 but I'm assuming it's fun because I play 5 It
0: is. it's a great game I enjoy it a lot Well, back to you after
1: my rude interruption and terrible segue.
0: um, I like new games. So in terms of new games, so we've got... New games or
1: nude games? Both. Okay.
0: There's a couple of announcements. The first being... Uh, along the lines of digital things that we're going to be, like, showcases and stuff like that that we're going to be seeing this summer, they just announced the New Game Plus Expo, which is a brand new digital showcase for games. It'll feature studios like Sega, Koei Tecmo, Atlas, and more. Uh, the show will be broadcast live. It's about a day long, not 24 hours, but basically the whole day. Uh, live on Twitch on June 23rd. So it's kind of in that post-GameSpot IGN into whatever's happening in July. I can't remember at this point. The, so,
1: the Yeah, the game thing we talked about last week.
0: Yes. The other game thing we talked about last week. So yeah, Uh, so that'll be interesting the game like i was thinking about like what does sega have going on for them right now uh and i think the the one game that we know about that's coming out is uh apparently i just typed in uh sega coming out with a new system is not what i meant to come out but And it might be a Dreamcast too. I don't think there's any. That's from E-Bombs World. So I'm not going to actually believe anything it says. Because I didn't even know E-Bombs World was a thing anymore. But so Sega has upcoming games. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yakuza. So I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure that we'll see more of Yakuza there. Um that's pretty much it that I see from them. And you know, uh, Atlas, who knows maybe we'll see a new persona or something in that world or whatever. It's it's hard to tell. You know, Persona 5 Royal just came out. So I could see them, you know, working on something else. And so yeah, we'll see what that brings about i'm sure there will be leaks and stuff like that headed into it but
1: that's about a month away
0: so. yeah it, it'll be super interesting because that will be kind of the japanese games you know and you know obviously the tokyo game show is doing their thing but they think this will kind of be more like definitely like hardcore anime and asian games and things like that So, that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm sure Jason
1: is fully excited for that.
0: I'm sure. Absolutely. And one of these days, I might actually play a Persona game. Uh, Because the two hours of Persona 5 that I played, I really enjoyed. So, who knows? Maybe I will play more of that someday. Maybe not. Who knows? And then, in other new games, in other new game news we might know what the new Call of Duty is going to be. So, this was leaked by a Twitter account that also was the leaker behind Warzone and Modern Warfare. They said that the new Call of Duty is going to be Black Ops Cold War. And... It was funny. The picture that they posted with it was literally just the Black Ops One cover, and then just like Cold War and text on it. It looked so, like it, it, like a bootleg ass thing. But
1: do you think they're gonna do the Modern Warfare thing and kind of do a redo of the game series, or just I don't is it know. gonna continue? Or do you think it's gonna continue off of the previous Black Ops games? Uh, I can see them doing what they did with Modern Warfare. As like, because Modern Warfare technically was a prequel to the other Modern Warfare's. Right. Uh, if you, if anyone actually made it to the end of the game, uh, it technically was a prequel. And spoiler alert, um, the game has been out for several months. I think I
0: we, knew, go ahead and we talk, knew. it was a prequel.
1: About it. Uh, yeah, because they never really said like where it fell in with the other Modern Warfare's, and you know, at the very end, you find out it's a prequel because you know they talk about. Recruiting soap at the very end of the game.
0: See, so, yeah, I, I like. I honestly uh, thought that, like, we knew that it was between, like, the the stuff in the original, like Call of Duty Four, like the the mm-hmm. flashbacks. I thought yeah, we knew that it was between the flashbacks the and in modern the day. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, I wonder if they're gonna keep the old i bet they will keep all the old black ops canon but it's i bet it's going to be around the same time as the original black ops obviously if it's cold war uh it's going to be probably 70s 80s even uh could even be 60s back to vietnam i guess vietnam was 70s with korea 60 50s okay whatever probably 70s uh because that was like the, the biggest thing about the black ops was it was set during vietnam and it's kind of a cool a cool setting and i'd like to see that again uh
0: See, Especially I thought him. I thought Black Ops was like the '80s Cold War. I thought that that was the thing. It was kind of like a it, weird alternate universe kind of fictional it was. futuristic. Cold that was Black War Ops thing.
1: Two. I think because Black Ops One was all during like the actual like Vietnam War. So like I think it was like the end of like in like '77 when the Cold War was like actually kind of starting. Uh, I guess Cold War has been going That's on really. way since. after
0: the end of Vietnam, but
1: seventy-seven.
0: Yeah. The Vietnam no, I think we pulled
1: War. Out, I think we pulled out Vietnam in like seventy-nine. What? No, maybe not that. Maybe yeah, no, it was pretty no, late. No. My 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 date's wrong here. Probably. Yes.
0: Uh, but the fall regardless. of Saigon was April thirtieth, nineteen seventy-five.
1: 75 okay I wasn't that far off gosh I knew we went into the 70s but there's probably a debate on when Vietnam actually ended
0: did Vietnam ever actually end did did it
1: actually end Uh, we're still in the Vietnam War uh, 60 years later Uh, but no I'd like to see obviously they're going to remake they're going to do it in the same engine Modern Warfare was probably done in which is fantastic because it looked so good and I'm really you know I'm hype. For call of duty again because of the, the changes they've done especially with the last modern warfare and i'm i'm excited to see what they've got coming up in black ops because black ops people still consider is one of the best uh series of call of duty because it had some of the most interesting stories and the best kind of setting even so i actually never played any black ops plus past, past black ops one that's kind of when i fell off of uh, call of duty was back then so, I would be excited to maybe get back into that series and, you know, find out what the numbers are. The numbers, Mason. We'll
0: does see. It mean? So, uh, the United States pulled out of Vietnam in
1: 1973.
0: 73. So, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, I. A couple of thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, sure, like I think Black Ops like is probably speaking more of just kind of that style, you know, because we all know that kind of Black Ops has a little bit of a different style than you know modern warfare or whatever. There's kind of like these two factions at this point of game. And beyond that, I think the Cold War is a really fascinating like way to go because I don't know how much you know about the Cold War but it wasn't really that much of a war like not in well, the w- sense of like what w- we call a war you know it was a dick measuring contest the
1: whole time and whoever yes. had their finger on the nuclear button that's all the cold war was obviously there was stuff going on the whole time and maybe yeah, people they'll actually died go into that but... and actually go into the black black ops of what pe- what you know i'm sure we did some some sketchy ass things in russia with some oh, i'm sure secret some secret ass groups and maybe that's what we get to see because that'd be i think that'd be an interesting take on to do something like that where you know do something we've never seen before be the sneaky ass silent group that goes and does this super sure. sketchy stuff to get that information against uh your enemy uh because the more the reason why we won the cold war is we obviously had a more you know nuclear powers but we also had more information on the russians than they yeah, had on i us. mean and-
0: at that point you can kind of like think like what if this took more of like a like original ghost recon not the like newest ghost recons but like the original yeah. ghost recons or like a splinter cell you know type of and I, gameplay
1: and i really think right now is the perfect time for call of duty to do something like that uh, we're moving switch into a new, a new generation. Switch it mm. up, obviously. Like you know, look at the success of Modern Warfare because we did. They finally did something a little different. Not even like compared to previous Call of Duty games, it wasn't that much of a change. But they added like a different style of combat. You know, it wasn't just full-on gun, guns blazing every single mission. You had the stealth aspects and stuff. So I'd like to see maybe more of that. Where it maybe is only you and three other guys the entire game doing uh, some crazy ass. Stealthy uh, stuff, and you know, you actually have to contr- command them. And you know, I can see Call of Duty really expanding if they if they want to if they want to do that. If not, whatever, they'll still do something cool. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I think like if if Call of Duty wants to go into a new direction, this could be you know the way to do it. Uh, I think Treyarch and Sledgehammer are both working on it at this point, so that could be a really interesting you know take on this so other than that we've got one last news story and this one i think is kind of more interesting than anything else and those of you who out there like uh like in the emulation world i think that this might it might not you know but it might have some some effects on it so the original xbox and windows nt 3.5 source code got leaked this past week and basically what that is is that the leak included the original kernel for the os that runs inside the xbox which was just a modified version of windows 2000 And, you know, Microsoft has their own version of this that they use in emulation. That's how you get uh, Xbox games running on your Xbox One. But they don't run on PC because there isn't this emulator. Granted, there are emulators out there who do their best to run Xbox games on PC, but there has always been this kind of missing link there. And trying to run the OS with the actual kernel, I think is that missing leak. So this may lead to an increase in the compatibility of Xbox games to run on a system architecture like uh, an emulator running on a window like a current Windows machine. And that's, I think, interesting. And you know, like, obviously Microsoft is going to stop this because as with any emulation project, they see it as, you know, they're out there, they're stealing our games, so we don't want them to do that. And I understand. But also there's so much of a library and a catalog that just like you cannot get any other way. Other than running an original Xbox. And let's be honest. Who has an original Xbox in their room? Besides me. I have two. But besides me... How do you like, have two? Where did no. that come from? People.
1: Ship, ship one over here. Just no, I don't need one. I don't
0: need one. Well, the disk drive doesn't work in one of them. But anyways. Oh. So, like, what... Uh, like, really... What is the harm in people getting these things? And obviously it's proprietary information and all of this stuff. And that's kind of the combat with emulation, regardless of what it is. And, you know, and you very well may not even see this pop into emulators for the sole fact that it might become easier to track the people who Who were working on it, because if all of a sudden, oh hey, there's this one emulator out there who runs the original OS, then all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, these are the people who stole our our property." So it very well, may not even be years and years and years until we even hear anything about this again, but uh, you know, kind of finding that missing link in the the emulation. Process I think is really interesting and could open some doors to potentially, you know, getting my childhood back. And I think that that's... For the games that you can't get anywhere else, I think that that would be a really, really neat thing.
1: Yeah. Games are cool. Old games are cool.
0: Old games are great. I Like said, I've been playing a lot of old games lately. Um, and they're still and, good. They yeah. still good.
1: They still slap. Let's go.
0: They sure do slap. So, yeah. So, <laughs> this this coming week, my plan is, you know, play some more Terraria. Play some more GTA Five, Finish Portal 2. And then probably start another game. Um, I don't really know what that means yet, but... We'll see. So, what what are your gaming goals for the week?
1: Uh, I want to play more Resident Evil 2. I would, I definitely want to do that. I think that's you know probably what I'm gonna try to play and just and beat because I still I want to get into Resident Evil Three obviously. Uh, I still have Doom Eternal to play and maybe I'll. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I just need to decide if I want to beat Doom 2016 do. before I get into Doom Eternal, which I think I still do. So I you need do. to do that. Because uh, I, I now I feel like I'm in crunch time because Last of Us Two comes out in a month, one month, and I'm like I want to get these games done before Last of Us Two comes out because I don't want anything taking me away from Last of Us Two. Uh, I don't know, so we'll see. I'll decide. I just I haven't been playing a lot of games, so maybe I'll have to actively like be like I'm not gonna play Warzone today, and I'll actually play a different game today. Mm-hmm. So until until I get a friend say Warzone, okay.
0: It's healthy. And it's
1: over. And it's over. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to start small and just try to play more Resident Evil 2.
0: I don't think that's a small undertaking. I think that's a great undertaking. But yeah, so I.
1: Th- and I can talk more about it.
0: I think that does it for us today. Uh, I'm sure Jason will be back next week. Uh, But until then, you know where to find us if you've listened to this ever before. And so those things is, first of all, dryspellradio.com is uh, is a good way to find our stuff. But also you can go to Instagram. You can go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. Dryspell Radio on all of those platforms. The purpose is to make it easy so literally when before we like really named this i made sure that all of those names were free so yeah like get out there follow us like subscribe and you know comment on things interact with us we want to be interacted what, do you, what with. do you
1: want to us to talk about is there a game you want to look forward to that you want us to talk about or And
0: even if you're looking forward to a game and you don't want us to look forward to it.
1: Yeah, tell us, us why we should not look forward to a game. I don't know. We're here to service you and make give you no Not that way. We're here to bring enjoyment to your lives. Uh, as little of an enjoyment it may be, but it's what we're
0: here to do. spell Radio, servicing you since 2017.
1: Let's get shirts are on the way. They've been ordered.
0: They have been ordered. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Those of you who join us live every Thursday, thank you very much. We appreciate it, and we will be back next week, yet again, to talk about these things. And so, until that time, thanks for watching. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.